what's up, y'all? <laughs> you know what time it is. It's about to be that time. Hey, you. Finally awake. <laughs> Let's do this! It's been a while, well, I guess another week, because we have the most inconsistent schedule of all time, but we're back at the Minute Darlings podcast. I'm Ethan, also known as the... I almost said the Minute. I wish I wish I was as cool as the Minute. That's what I wanted I to say. I am not cool. Also known as Groose on the forums, I should say. You're, yes, you are Groose. Yes, yes. And I'm always loose. Uh, I'm not going to reply to that. Fine, don't. <laughs> And it's already gone off the rails. Also, hi, I'm CJ, also known as Demented. The Demented stands for CJ. The CJ stands for CJ. So at, at one point, I'm just going to be the artist formerly known as the artist formerly known as CJ. <laughs> so we actually have a very special episode today. So as we have opened the forbidden door. Well, it wasn't exactly like we opened it. It was just kind of someone left it open. We just kind of snuck in. It's in it's the APA door. It's just there, and like, if you want to come in, you have to actually obey the rules of the door. But uh, it's like it's like a screen door that like on a windy day, where it just kind of like cracks open, and you just kind of sneak in. Actually, I, I think it's a screen door, but it's got a cat hanging off of it. Yeah, I just thought at the image of like a cat walking in through the door. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got a, we got have a no we have a cool cat that actually walked into the. <laughs> door. Oh God! <laughs> Ladies and yes. gentlemen, our first guest ever on the show, Mister EOE fan. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. It's good yes. to it's good to talk to you again. We we used to talk all the time, but I guess life got in the way, and WWE is kind of consumed by life. And when I say that, I said I've got completely ignored it these last couple of years. <laughs> oh no, you haven't ignored it. We watched. Wait, did, no, you didn't watch me. You watched? No, you didn't watch. Did you watch the Rumble? I think we watched the Rumble. Did we? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm someone that pays entirely too much attention to it for my own reasons. <laughs> yes, you have a ranking system, and you keep track of people, and it's it's. I, I admire your your ability to do that because I could not stand to watch that much wrestling to uh, figure out uh, the wins and losses and all that jazz. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I've taken it as far back as 2006, I think I have now. Jeez. Oh my like, god. Think, think about what was happening at the start of 2006. What was happening at the start of 2006? Well, you, you, had, you, know, you had Edge around, he was just about to win his first world title. <laughs> you have Edge around now, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the best example of <laughs> it. We're living on the edge here. Uh, my question was, back then in 2006, was Edge's Durango still number 95? No, he had changed to the Alter Bridge theme about a year before. Ah. So he's seen I remember, clearly. I know, I, know he, I know he had it at the 2005 Royal Rumble for sure. So, so he definitely had it at least a year before. Ah. I mean, come on, guys! I mean, I'm 
I think I did Midas down in like serious wrestling chat. <laughs> I mean, I'm here to do the silly BS with the with the with the That's why I wanted to be on this thing. Well, there's one thing we there's one thing we do have to talk about. I mean, for for the record here, I'd like to point out that I we welcome you with open arms to our podcast, and we uh, we have a question for you: is why do you want to be on this show? Because this is a podcast where even the hosts don't want to be on the show. Well, the, the reason I wanted to be on your podcast, like audio broadcast, yes. is that I just you know just I want to get myself out there a bit more because you guys know me from the board. Oh, by the way, I'm. I'm on the boards as EOE. That that once stood for excellence of execution because I just wanted a cool sounding wrestling thing back in 2005. Mm. That's how long I've been on that board. <laughs> I know that feeling. It's I I joined in 2010. In, in, fact, in fact, a specific date for that funny funny thing, May yeah. 19. Oh my oh god! No. Oh no! Oh no! Let me check when I joined. May 19th. I joined God. 2009 technically, but I know there was about a three or four year span there at the start. I didn't post. I just I was just a lurker. Yeah, well, if Kane happens to come on here, then you know I'm all the way in Australia. He's well, you guys are in America. He's closer to you than he is to me. <laughs> Australian Kane, I want to see it. <laughs> is that like UK Undertaker? That's just, that's just, that's just Mad Max, isn't it? <laughs> Just, just get one of those blokes with, give him the fire powers, and you know, that's basically it. Wow. But it'd be that'd be that'd be Sid Vicious, wouldn't it? He was the, was wasn't the Unabomber? It was Lord Humongous. Humongous. Before he got to any of his major runs. Yeah, because he was he wasn't he a Puerto Rico Humongous or something like that. The shining star of the Caribbean. Caribbean, yes. And then he became the Unibom in... Kane, Kane was Unibom. I'm talking, about, I'm talking Psycho Sid. Oh, Sid? Yeah. He Okay. Um, I'll, 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 look, I'll look this up. Give me a we're moment. getting some fucking trivia on this show. We've already stepped it up than we normally do. I certainly did a thing in a mask somewhere. I mean, who hasn't done something in a mask? Hashtag get vaccinated. He, he began his career in Continental Championship Wrestling in 1987 under a mask and a name Lord Humongous. Oh, ah. well, there you go. The more you know. The Sidney Raymond Udy. So, right. one thing we do need to talk about. We got to address this. I'm scared. That in the first episode, we teased the top 10 <laughs> Eva Marie moments. Yes. And now all of a sudden she's coming back. And better than ever. So this week, coming up with our help with Facts Headroom right over here to my right. Oh, God. The top 10 Curry Man moments. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing him back. Look at his credentials. Look at his credentials. Hot, spicy, tastes great. Come on. I could say something here about one of you two guys, but I don't know from personal experience. Uh, well, I can I can say from personal experience that Ethan, in fact, is spicy. Hello. 
I mean, you 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 legitimately bathe in Taco Bell Diablo sauce. How can you not be spicy? I, I love my Taco Bell Diablo sauce. Don't you just rub it on your nipples and everything? I don't rub it on my cock anymore. I like the anymore. Okay, <laughs> 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 that went in. I, that, that went in the direction I was kind of expecting. <laughs> Welcome to Shiny Objects, the podcast. <laughs> the grease is definitely loose, all right. Google, should you put Diablo sauce on your member? <laughs> the answer will probably what, not surprise you. Uh, off topic, the the podcast. We're uncut, uncensored. Oh, oh. All I, all I wanted to do was just mention the time Carryman won the TNA 5 championship. The what? When they It was when they wrote out the character and they did the gimmick with the briefcases. It was like, uh, someone gets a title shot, oh. and then one guy got fired. And oh, Carryman, yeah. Carryman got the briefcase for being fired. Probably so they could, you know, go back to being Christopher Daniels. Yeah. And then they like the, did the backstage interview of him being escorted out, and he's like, I, he's like, you know, in the broken Japanese, I, I won the fire championship. Where's my fire championship? <laughs> and the interviewer has to go, no, that's not a championship. You actually got fired. <laughs> and then he's like, and he's like, no, save me, save me. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> okay, I just imagined that scene, but him getting escorted out by the ninjas that can kidnap Samoa Joe. They just shove him in the van and like, you're fine. Speaking of, are we sure ninjas didn't kidnap him again lately? Because I have not oh, seen yeah. Joe in a while. Well, I'm, af- I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> in, the va- in the vein of one Wade Barrett. Have you, have you guys mentioned all that yet? Uh, we haven't mentioned I mean, a been, lot of I know, it's been, I know it's been six months since your last podcast. It's true. It's true. It has been six months, yes. Um, our 90-day clause ran out. Yeah, we can work for anyone. We're, we're still in national mourning over the loss of the Iconics. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, yes. Uh, please, yes. Please, um, please. I, I, I still, I, it's too soon. Too soon, man. Too soon. F in the chat for... <laughs> yes, F, F, F in the thread. Or if you listen to this podcast, please put an F in, in the thread for this for the the morning of the loss of the greatest tag team in women's history, the Iconics. Indeed, when I heard the news, I was heard to remark, "You have to be, you got to be joking me." Yes. Going to shed a tear. My favorite, th- my favorite thing about the Iconics was they split them up, just put them back in tag teams. My very thing yeah, about the always... Iconics was fucking everything. <laughs> what I what I love is is um it makes sense if you think about it because the women's tag division is absolutely loaded. Uh about that. Oh, is there like two tag teams, I think? <laughs> like name There's... name name the name, name female tag teams right now, go. There's. I'm asking these questions because I'll actually try and answer them seriously. <laughs> I mean, isn't Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke a tag team? Yeah, they're they're a team now. 
citing your previously used example of breaking up a team only to put them in a new team. I guess we got, yeah. I guess we got Riot Squad. Oh yeah, the Riot Squad. Um, who were also broken up and then put back together. Then the tag champs like Naya and like Shea Baszler. Don't know how you wouldn't know them on every show at the moment. Look, I'm good at finding holes, so... It's true! <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, just when I think this podcast has some DC right back in the gutter. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Joe was the one that shocked me, because I thought they, they just had him on commentary at Mania, so I was kind of like... Okay, they're gonna be in his, in his little in his little rainproof poncho and all that. Oh yeah, yes, Sapacho Joe or whatever we called it. Savoa Poncho. Savoa Poncho. That's what it was. Uh, I liked when WWE had unscripted. What, what did you think of WrestleMania? Because you didn't really chat about it that much on your last episode. Well, um, I was the one that watched the entire two nights. Uh, Ethan here missed both. I had um, work, and, so... I yes, he actually did something good with his time. Um, I enjoyed Night 1 more than Night 2. Um, God, I'm trying to remember, because that's been so long. It's been a month, and my memory is absolute trash. Now you got to get uh, ready for Backlash. Of Wrestle no, it's WrestleMania Backlash. <sighs> Backlash?! I'm ready for I'm ready I'm ready for SummerSlam No Mercy. I'm waiting for Survivor Series in your house. Now the big one's gonna be WrestleMania Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about that pay per view. No, Taboo Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> There's there, that's I'll write that down because I think that's what we're gonna call this episode. <laughs> Taboo Tuesday in Texas. Yes. Uh, I like I like when they give fans the, the the ability to vote people like Taboo Tuesday and Mason Ryan, the People's Choice. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, I believe it was your doing, so thank you for the custom title. <laughs> I think not, not a problem. Should also mention I'm the one that gave CJ his Harley Quinn award. Yes, the the, the most prestigious award on. Fan. I believe I believe you did mention that on the last podcast, though. Yes. <laughs> it actually tells me that somebody. Oh, 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 it, oh, it also tells of me. Course I Go ahead. Of course, I should mention for context that I'm a moderator on the wrestling forums that all three of us have kind of met on. Yes, you you so, have uh, power. Please don't me. Means I can. That's eh, fine as long as you get me your ten Harley Quinn memes by Monday. It's all good. <laughs> ten, ten. Yeah, I get I get ten like every five hours. Come on, I ain't that much. I do not produce these things. I have to find them, and that requires a lot of time and searching the internet. Just search Harley Quinn. There you go. It's the internet. <laughs> I got... Okay, here's a story. I got in trouble for posting Harley Quinn. What? This must have been before I got on the staff. No, this was during... This was... This happened... Oh, it was a couple of years ago. Um... Uh, oh god, what was it? It was a raw thread, and, um, I, 
I would I was post like it was during that period of the form where people didn't well didn't really care about the show, which I mean, uh, it's still in that so, period. Like, you see how you say it like it has like that's changed. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but um, uh, I got a message from uh, Madison Carter. It's like, hey, can you like not post that many Harley Quinn gifts in the raw thread? I'm like, okay, sir. Well, I, I'm probably not too privy to go into that much detail, but you know was what it was, I guess. <laughs> it was <laughs> like... I was like trying to make a joke. <laughs> they don't want anyone to go into serious forum business. I think it's I like... think the one time I got in trouble... I got in trouble a couple of times, but the one time I was kind of like, really? Was, um... I think they were going to have, like, a... There was some, like, collaboration with the band Sting and WWE, and I quoted... And I made the thread called Sting and WWE. <laughs> <laughs> and I got nailed for, um... What is it? Clickbait? Clickbaiting. It was like, whatever. I mean, you're not lying. <laughs> I think we cut and dry. I mean, I wasn't Look. wrong. Sting was in WWE. He does this. He does that. He's, he's quick like a cat. I don't want to remember Sting's run in WWE. You know. Yeah, it kind of buckled, it, didn't it? Uh, you beat me to the joke. <laughs> Got him. So it... all, all, I, all I really, all I really remembered for, and it's, it's because my, another friend of mine on here, you may know, him, Mark Quill, always makes this joke. Um, the that's not Sting. That's a picture of Stink. No, stink. No Sting. <laughs> sting with a G. Stink. Man, call Stink. <laughs> Remember? That'd be like some. Seth Rollins never got around to calling him that, did he? No. Remember? Stink. Remember? What about the vigilante stink? Oh, the <laughs> vigilante. Why do they call him the vigilante? That's not even a bad nickname. It's just like, that doesn't work for Sting, though. Like well, I mean, he was a vigilante. Technically, he was a vigilante at WCW. He already, he already had his nickname. Yeah, he has. He's the icon. I mean, I'm I'm always a bit more forgiving on this kind of thing because I always say nobody calls anyone anything until somebody starts calling them something. You look at you look back at the original match when they first started calling Steve Austin Stone Cold, and they are shoving that right down your throat. But because it's a cool name, it stuck. Hmm? I think it's Lucky Stars. It wasn't what was it Chili McFreeze? They used it to was yeah, it? I think it was Chili McFreeze. Yes, Ice Dagger. <laughs> I love they gave him a whole list of names. Like, yeah, this is this is the this is our department came up with. Like, what the hell? And then it turns out his his missus at the time gave him the, the eureka moment because mm -hmm. it was the one that you could see before it became stone cold. Mm -hmm. Ah, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you were. <clears throat> You're you're what got me into wrestling, so I thank you very much, you bald headed bastard. Yo, he's got a podcast. Maybe we can get on his show. God no. I don't recall what specifically got me into wrestling it. I mean, I was kind of in an. I know I definitely watched Attitude Era, Raw because I distinctly remember going. It, this may sound weird in context, but I remember going. We lived, you know, late nineties, early two thousands. We lived. That two unit blocks down from the nearest bar. Mm -hmm. So my 
my family and I, on every Tuesday, you know, because Australia time difference is all, yeah. technically I'm calling you guys from the future. <gasps> the future. Who's going to win the world title this, this Sunday? He's not that far well, ahead. Nobody, because there's not a pay-per-view this Sunday. Okay, okay. If you know the future, who's going to win at Blood and Guts AEW? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. But, but, but as, as I was saying, like, we, we, you know, family and I would go down to the nearest bar. They'd, you know, have their drinks and all that. And 8.30 on a Tuesday night, Raw would be on. And this yeah. was, you know, like, like late 99 into 2000 and 2001. So 2000 is, is the good shit. It's mm-hmm. like, Probably one of the strongest years in the entire history of the company. 2001, bit ropey, but that was fine. You're too young to care. I didn't watch WCW. I didn't know who and what was being buried. But but anyway, like anyway, that 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 was when I first kind of got into wrestling. But then we moved away from there, so so we couldn't. And you know, because it's all on cable here, we didn't couldn't afford cable, so yeah, kind of drifted out for a while, and then. Then I got back in through the video games. Ah. First, first, first game I bought for my PlayStation 2 was SmackDown Shut Your Mouth. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good one. And that, had a, and, that, and that had a great roster because that was just after the end of the invasions. You had like your best WWF, WWE guys, you had your best WCW guys, you had your best ECW guys. That's a, that's a, that's a very loaded roster. Yeah, I know everyone lo- loves to talk about the one that came after that, Here Comes the Pain, but that wasn't far removed, and it was very good. Mm-hmm. And that kind of got the ball rolling for me to get back into wrestling. Hmm. We just started hiring videos from the video shop, and do you remember those video shops? Ah, uh, the mom and pop video store, yep. Oh, I remember. We had a mom and pop video store near me when I was growing up. Well, the, near- the nearest one at the time was the big chain video hmm. shop, you know, that we, ha- we had at the time, but they had, they had enough, you know, wrestling things and you know that you know now i got like the pay views of the various pay views of the time rented them steadily got back into it and by the time of in about 2003 2004 i was right back on board cool what got you into wrestling ethan uh i don't know i don't know if this is like one of those memories that like i don't know even happened or not but I remember watching TV with my brother, I think, and I think they had some news thing talking about something. And I believe that was about a certain night in Montreal. Ah. Uh, I think it was some regular news. That wasn't like regular news. That might have been like MTV or some shit. I don't even remember. But they were talking, I guess maybe it was some show I was watching or something. They were talking about the. The screw job. The screw job. Like three times I can remember wrestling being on the regular news, like since I've and like, been probably in, in, good. The, in the fandom. <laughs> Two of them are. One of them was good for its own way. One was Owen Hart dying. Yeah. That was such a tragic thing. Two was Macho Man Randy Savage dying because he was such a significant pop culture figure. Yeah. And three was Titus World Slide. Ah. That actually got into the regular news here. Wow. 
Which is weird because that was in April. I thought the seasons were going. Surely they wanted to. Surely it wasn't that slow of a news day. <laughs> look, we got nothing. Hey, look at this. Look, I saw on the internet. This guy just slid underneath the ring. All right, let's go with that. Let's see a gator slide. Check this out. Slater Gator. Slater Gator. Hashtag free Titus. Free Titus. Free him. I'll take him. <laughs> I'll take like him free, I'd, I'd, I'd love to free Titus from being with Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. Oof. I, I, I hope Hulk Hogan was as miserable as, miserable as possible in that pirate outfit. Oh, At the God. same time, I hope Tyrus O'Neill's having a whale of a time in that pirate outfit. <laughs> I'm glad that Pirate Paul Birchall made a guest appearance. You know, he was the giant skeleton, but uh, it was nice to see him. God, he got huge. He, he got he got, he got got real jacked, Daddy. He got ripped. Uh, pirate Paul Birchall, ahead of his time. Remember it was he, someone remember? else. It was someone else that I was, I was covering when I it, it, around early 2006. It was just about to go into that gimmick. Like ah. the first week or two of 2006, they do the breakup of him and William Regal, and and then they have Virtual do his thing. It's like I'm I've got pirate heritage, and all of a sudden he's dressed like a pirate. As you do. And then. And then he moved on to the new ECW, and, uh, well, um... And, and he's vaguely... Whatever the deal was with Katie Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I know, that was... I know, I know, I know, we know what they wanted it to... We know what they wanted to... Blah, wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But then, like, was it a month or two later, they had to go PG... They went PG. They had to drop all three tenths of it. Yeah... Ah, Vince McMahon and his weird fetishes. I mean, <laughs> I think Please he's still looking like Twitter. I think he's still discovering some more. I would explain that 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 little span of last year where we had like five cut angles. <laughs> oh God! I don't no, want to remember that. Don't don't stop me. I spent so long trying to just <laughs> go. That actually isn't what that word means. The way you're using it. That, uh, this really is Taboo Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, anyway, uh, what else has been happening? In uh, we could talk about the most recent AEW show. Oh, yes, Blood and Guts. Mm-hmm. There were, there was some blood, there were no guts. Uh, no, there was a lot of blood, no guts. Because Guts is on Nickelodeon. Actually, it might have been a bit of Guts. I mean, it takes Guts to... Take such a big fall off a cage. I mean, yes. Did you see how thick that cardboard was? Holy shit! It was almost yeah, as the, thick the, the as cardboard Jericho. Can do a, cardboard can do a lot of damage to you. Like you know, I know from experience, you get a lot of paper cuts trying to <laughs> open up those cases of soda. Yeah, I've done that more times than I'm willing to admit. How many Dr. Pepper cans logic, are currently staring at you? The, you know, Chris Jericho's back. Uh, Post. What'd you say, CJ? I said, how many Dr. Pepper cans are staring at you right now? Done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, me and Ethan were talking about this, I believe it was last night, about how um, the spot itself isn't bad. It's just the way they shot it was the worst possible way. Yeah, it's fine. The spot was fine. It's just... yeah. Just, you know, 
you, you gotta try and film the landing so you can't really really see where he lands. Mm-hmm. Because these spots happen a lot, and I can all I can think of was the... You didn't watch the most recent TakeOver and the Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly match, and they, they do the Taz Bam Bam Bigelow spot from ECW where they suplex each other through the stage. Cause they had the oh, wow. For that. And they suplex each other through the stage, and they drop out of sight. Mm-hmm. That is probably what they should have done for Jericho. Yeah. Being a bit higher, so when he takes the big bump, he drops out of sight and you don't see the crash pad. You get a bit of... You get your debris, you get your dust, and mm-hmm. you film it from high up, and, you know, it's all good. Yeah. It's, it's nothing really to lose sleep over. It's not, none of this shit about, oh, you want him to land on concrete. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's like, it's like, no, we don't want him to do that. We just... I feel, like, I feel like there's like a hundred things you could have done to make that better. And you just, you did, you did that. And I think lighting might have been another problem. Like if it was, because I noticed when they do a bunch of spots like this in WWE, it's the, it's always like really dim or black lighting. So you can't really see the. Oh, there's always like a lot of stuff on the table, like cables and, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of thing. And, you know, if it's new electrical equipment, they'll always put like a bit of, you know, Sparkly pyro, which, which I, you know, the, you know the famous, you know, explaining deathmatch pyro. Yeah, I was just about to mention. I don't want. I don't know if you're talking about uh, pyro and uh, and AEW because um, I, okay, I watched that show with friends and I had never seen an AEW pay per view. The, the one, the one with the deathmatch. Yeah, well, the one the death match and um, to the entire match, I was very squeamish because I don't like barbed wire. So every spot was me like cringing and like, uh, oh, 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 and you had all that all those emotions had built up for that spot where, oh, shit, it's going to blow up. And Eddie Kingston comes out and covers up Ambrose in the sign of like brothership. No! And then pew, pew, pew. Pew pew pew. Holy fuck! Holy fuck! They found Ruby Riot. <laughs> for, for, context, I, for context, I've got SmackDown on in the background, and this is Ruby Riot's first match since WrestleMania. Oh my god! Only a, Wait, only a second match since months before. Wasn't AJ and... Styles and almost missing as well? I think they were on yeah, Raw. Yeah, they came back like last week. Ah. Like, last Raw. And she's fighting Carmella, so she may actually have a chance of winning this. Uh, I, I, I figured this was just going to be like a squash for like Bailey or Jax or Baszler. Just, but anyway. Have you noticed the? Have you noticed the? Uh, Eva Marie shows up as soon as John Laurinaitis becomes head of talent relations. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Could be a red herring. That joke was great. Uh, it was. I'm so. <laughs> that <laughs> joke was great. <laughs> uh, you know, I think mean, what they better do, do though is bring back that disembodied announcer that she had for like the last month or two of the act. Yes. The one that gave it a big intro, and then she would come out for a match, and then she'd find a reason to not wrestle. <laughs> like you know, she was stuck in traffic, or her clothes would fall apart, or she'd get a wellness suspension. 
<laughs> okay, true. True thing. I love that gimmick. I thought it was so good. Because it built her up to the point where it's like, you know, I want a babyface just to kick her ass. I feel but... like she was going to win the SmackDown belt had she not had that suspension. Yeah. Because remember the month after she got suspended, that's when they had the match for the belt. Yeah. And, you know, it, it seemed likely it would have been Ava Marie because her completely and utterly fluking into it. Yeah. But, you know, she was well suspended, so they went with Becky. Yes. Which I think worked out for the best. A, a much more popular redhead. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I th- it feels like AEW has the problem of having, like, bad finishes. Where it's like, everything's great, everything's... It's like, everything's... bad finishes, it's... it's... Not even, not even really bad stunts. It's just, it's just bad execution. Of, yeah, something you are excellent at. <laughs> something you are excellent. It's just, and I think some of the time it's, I don't think AEW realized, and some of its fans have the same problem that they're like, they're still kind of a small company. And it would have been, it would have been touring at a, the level of WWE, at least within America, had the world not shat itself, you know. Yeah, because they were drawn in uh, decent crowds. They were, and they were uh, they are still a really good alternative to WWE. It's just the pandemic happened. Everyone's like, "Well, we can't do shows with people anymore." Uh, this sucks. So, like I said, just... like I said, I think it. I think they need to learn how to do less with more, or more, more less. What I should say. I... Honestly, I think they just need better camera work. Or better production. Like, the, the shows are fine. The wrestling's fine. It's just they have... Like, you can... You like, know what's we, weird? We, we, we weird? may complain about Kevin Dunn and his camera cuts, but the production of WWE is just so above everything else. WWE has really, really, really good production. It's just their directing is a little... little uh... They're trying to get the cut. They're doing all the cuts because they're trying to find that one great shot no yeah. well, i think what it's doing is, is they always do those major cuts when there's like a lot going on or there's a lot of action they, they want they, they want to make it look like it's the most frantic amazing chaotic action you've yeah, ever seen yeah they do a bunch of cuts that is way that it, just, it, 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 it's, it's supposed to look disoriented because it's supposed to look chaotic but the problem is is that it looks disoriented to the point where you can't focus on what the hell's going on i get nausea so it's like i get what they're trying to do it just doesn't work or it just needs to be dialed back, like, big time. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot over there that needs to be dialed back big time. Uh, you know, it's really funny. Is like, um, I don't watch AEW, so I really have no right to say any about this company. I, I don't either, but I did watch the Blood and Guts match, so... Yeah. So at least I'm coming on... I mean, that's what I tried. That's what I tried. I try not to comment too harshly on shows I'm not watching. Yeah. Raw notwithstanding. Does anyone really watch Raw? Nobody watches Raw. They just survive it. I, do you think it's Stockholm Syndrome? Or just they just watch it out of habit? 
I'd, I'd say mostly habit. It's, but it's, it's like for, for me over here, it's just something to watch in in the morning, slash early afternoon. It, 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 context, it's on at about ten in the morning here in Australia. So, so, like, there's nothing on at ten o'clock in the morning. Like, can I can only imagine it's different in American prime time, but you know, I don't, I don't want to watch friggin', you know breakfast television not even good tip breakfast television but this would be like you know after nine ten o'clock and it's just infomercials yeah raw in itself is mostly an infomercial but you know at least someone <laughs> get punched in the face once in a while a three-hour infomercial yeah that yeah three yeah. hours of the same 12 commercials well, over well they're, trying to, they're trying to sell pay-per-views they're trying to sell merch they're trying to sell you on specific talents they're trying to sell you to buy their to 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 sit there for three hours. Hey, check out, check out Damien Priest. He's like that cool emo friend you have, but he has to be at bed by nine, or else he gets grounded. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay. Random thing since you brought up Damien Priest, Bad Bunny was fucking great, and I think he should wrestle more in WWE for like WrestleMania shit. Because my God, he he's hit. They, okay, WWE did the best thing. They put him with The Miz, they put him with Morrison, he worked his ass off, and I think that was that was one of my favorite matches on the card, was was that tag match. You know what I'd do? Here's what I would do. Have a few more matches where he just shows up, you know, kicks everyone's ass and everything. And then hits him with the Canadian Destroyer? Then you put him up against Roman. Oh, God. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. Are you are you gonna pay? You're gonna see the because I think people will go. Oh my god, is Bad Bunny gonna fucking win the title against Roman? Like people are gonna want pay for that. And like have it where have Roman probably win, but like have it where Bad Bunny actually gets some offense on there, and it's like oh shit, like having moment there where it's like he might actually pull this off. Dude, the ultimate babyface comeback and just like oh my god, he's got a bam. Nope, never mind. You only have so many of those in you, though. Like, That's true. You, you gotta be, you gotta be careful playing that card of. They're gonna do something really ma- mad here. Yeah, because the problem that's is, because the problem that's is, what I find a lot of the fandom is based on these. They just, it's like, oh, Dory's gonna, like, I don't, I expect Dory to do this, so it's gonna be bad, you know? That kind of, which, which they kind of deserve. But it doesn't work if you don't go into it with an open mind. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the, the the flip side of that philosophy is, like, if you have Bad Bunny win the title, you know, how's that any better than David Arquette winning the WCW title? Well, I mean, it's David not, Arquette was... It's, the... not, it's not because David Arquette p- pinned Eric Bischoff to win the belt, not the actual wrestler. Bad Bunny yeah. would be being the actual wrestler to win the belt, unless it's not a one-on-one match. Maybe Plus, David... In like, It'd be someone they could put in there that, like, Heyman. If he beats Heyman to win the belt. Okay. Oh, God. That makes... Now, but hold on. David Arquette was a deathmatch worker, so... <laughs> he wasn't in 2000. I don't know. Have you seen Ready to Rumble? That was a deathmatch. I felt like I was in a deathmatch watching it. <laughs> uh... now, now I'm just remembering that... Uh pay-per-view of Dosted where had the triple-decker cage. And you had... They, was it they, Hogan? They did it a, did it a couple of times, I'm so... Because I know they did that, like, in the mid-90s with Hogan and Savage against, like, eight people or something, like, the Horsemen and... 
and like the final Zeus solution. Oh, jeez. The, the original Bane. Yeah. The, the, Bane, the original movie Bane. From Batman and Robin. God, WCW. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking? I just I just saw a thing where they where they they had the special guest RoboCop, and it's like wow. Like <laughs> it's like I, I I get it, but it's still kind of like what the hell? Because <laughs> they were promoting the movie, and it's and TBS is like look, uh, RoboCop here have him. It's like well, he can't do anything in the suit. All right, uh, here's a shark cage, bend some bars. All right, cool. It's one of those things. It's funny in retrospect. We need to go back to watching WCW. We do, and we can. Wait, do they we have? Can. Wait, wait. Do they have WCW back on Peacock now, or is they still waiting on that? I have no idea. Don't look at me. I still got the old WWE Network. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You oh like yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, everything, everything here in the U.S. Everything's moved to Peacock, and now they're like slowly moving everything. It, it's 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 annoying. <laughs> I want the yeah, WWE. Well, well, yeah, well, the trade-off is you get less wrestling content, but you get it a lot faster. That is because true. You, you know, Australian internet's still not great. I'm just like it's not up as good as it has. You see, my internet is like uh, it is like WWE booking. It's fifty-fifty. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh... Uh, Daniel Bryan's contract expired, so everyone's oh, expecting yeah. him to go to AEW. I think he either comes back later or he's done. I think he's done. That's kind of like, you know, he's still got neck... Does he still have neck issues? I, I would assume. Um, I, I'd assume he's got, you know, just the general wear and tear from such a... Oh, that ended it. Didn't he have, like, a family and all that now? So it's kind of like, you know, you know what? I think if he, like, hung it up, I think he'd be fine. He's gonna go home and be a family man. Yes, go home and be a family man. I think he's going to Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Oh, shit. That would be huge. The forbidden door has opened. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Daniel Bryan with the oddities, yes. Actually, what's going to happen, he's going to show up at, uh, was it DDT or whatever in Japan, and he's just going to show oh. up. He's going to show up as an actual dragon. <laughs> show up as an actual dragon work match for Blow Up Doll. Yeah. At a water park. Have him team yeah. with Dragon Dragon. Oh my god. The three-headed dragon, also known as Ghidorah. Man, now I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a deep cut from the forums. Yes, that is such a Oh, good times, good times. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, that tickled me. So, uh. Yeah, I think I think he's loyal to WWE, and I think if if he comes, he will probably come back to WWE, and I'll see. I just don't see him like jumping ship. I just don't. Yeah, it doesn't seem likely. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's, it's nice to dream, you know. Yeah. Him, him, versus, him versus Omega, especially this stage of their careers, would be oh. insane. 
I don't know if we want to talk about dreams around WWE wrestlers, you know. Um, I oh, I just got that. Ooh. You just yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of like I'd love to see it because I think again, like a match like Brian versus Omega would be freaking awesome. Pun intended. Uh, I think if there's one star, he's probably he's probably the only guy you could go give him the wild top shot ahead of the thing they're building for Adam Page. Because mm. they've got a big long-term thing building there, and it's just... You know, logic would dictate you don't want anyone cutting the line ahead of that, but, you know, you kind of handle that for Brian. You know, I just real, I just remembered something. Yes. Uh, it just took me out to realize that Christian's in, in AEW. Oh yeah, he's on his own. He is too. <laughs> At last, he's on his own. I don't sure. Was... I'm not sure if that was Christian's theme or the Walls theme. <laughs> it's the Wall, brother. Oh my God, Hogan knew about Trump in 2020. Oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I, 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 should I step in his in as as my in my is it, is, should I st- step in my role as moderator in <laughs> political <laughs> <chat>? politics? <laughs> we have to stay on air. <laughs> we have to stay on air. <laughs> Look, our fan base don't, of three don't people. Don't make me go. Don't make me go William Regal on this and take it off the bloody air. <laughs> take it off, yeah. Oh. Take it off. Oh, that was such a good moment. Oh. I um. Oh, oh wait, we're just talking about all of the Hall of Famer. That's all, and nothing else. Okay. More. Okay. So I stole this from Reddit, but I I I want I want to bring this up. So remember that time Ray? Also, this actually coincides out with Daniel Bryan. Remember when Ray Mysterio came out and got booed out the building because he wasn't Daniel Bryan? Yep. They could have they could have solved it by just doing one thing. And this is not my idea. I saw this on Reddit. But you know who number is, thirty? Is, is it Wade Barrett? Yes, it should have been Bad News Barrett because he just went. Were you expecting someone else? Well, I got some bad news. That that would have been perfect. But then the problem was the 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 thing that people didn't want to happen still would have happened. Yeah, but Rey Mysterio went and got booed out the building. That's just a circumstance of bad timing. Wrong place, wrong time. Poor Rey. Ironically enough. Mysterio's last televised match of his first WWE run was against Bad News Barrett. Wow. In, in, Barrett, in Barrett's return match. Wow. Mysterio was, Mysterio was booed out of the building that night as well. Oh, God. Because this was the night, this was the night after WrestleMania 30. So you had... And it was like... And this was like the peak of the wacky, crazy WrestleMania, post-WrestleMania crowds. Because mm. you remember, those weren't a thing for a long time. Yep. Yeah, they weren't really... And, 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 and... It would have been after 28 with the 18 seconds World Tyler match, where the crowds were just going nuts for Brian the whole night. That's when it really... Yeah. Remember Fondagoing? Where like they did it, like I got real, I got, 
a fond dog going fandangling. Yeah. Anyway, like it got like super over and like viral and everything, and then they were like, "Hey, you want to do the thing?" <laughs> it was like God. when Jerry Lawler did it, and it just kind of like, oh. it's like, "Yep, yeah, you killed it." And it was like it was like it's like when your parents do a meme, and you're just like, "No." Like it's like it's like when your parents are like at teacher like does the does like the meme thing and uh, it instantly becomes uncool. <laughs> you what, don't I, what, I do, what I do remember though was like the year after all that he was at the next WrestleMania in the Battle Royal he was still crazy over. Like one of my, one of my favorite gifts of all time is like there's the Battle Royal they're doing. He's on the edge of the, on on the ramp and you see the crowd just behind him just going completely nuts with it. It's just. I, I pop for that so much when it happened. God. I I remember the fashion files and how freaking hysterical they were. That they were they got the ascension over and we gotta see uh Tyler Breeze in woman's clothing and I'm okay with this. So We should have got the iconic files. Well, oh jeez. Well, it's just it's just the, the iconics just doing it's stupid it's shit. Any kind of recurring segment with them, you know? Yes. Oh, no, iconic... you know what made the iconics great? They're they're like the two um, best friends in school that are just so stupid, but like they don't realize it and they think they're just the greatest things ever. You know what's great? Living in Australia, living in their home city, I run into those kinds of people all the time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they... Oh, God. So, so, it, it sounds hilarious. The accents sound hilarious to you. Like, to me, it just, just sounds like just, Tuesday. Yeah. A taboo Tuesday in Texas. In Texas, yes. We're going to run that to the ground. We're going to make t-shirts, we're going to make coffee mugs, we're going to have bandanas, masks. I don't think the world's ready for our merchandise, because I don't think we're ever going to have merchandise. <laughs> the minute Darlene's flamethrower. Um, so why is it a flamethrower? Why don't we just get like a... like it's a, hot. Like, just like a coffee mug. It, or Steel cap boots. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He's at home watching his Dominic Darling's tights. <laughs> <laughs> the steel-toed boot, the official boot for kicking one in the groin. The another thing word. about, another thing about is nobody knows more about booting than an Australian, I suppose. So we were, you were before we got on. You were talking about some kind of. You're talking about like football or. Oh yeah, the Australians and and, and, and your football. I, yeah, I, I tried to get. I I remember years back. I tried to get you into my football, like oh, I didn't like not, rugby, not the soccer, or the American football, Rug, rugby. Like I tried to get you into that, but I think I made the mistake of you know the equivalent would be with a wrestling fan showing them the Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in the Soul first. I showed you a crazy last-minute Hail Mary play in the championship game. And I don't think... I don't, I, I couldn't really go any further than that because I'd shown you, like, the peak of the season. It's peaked. You peaked. You peaked too soon. I, but, um, I, I think I remember being around when your team won the championship. 
Yeah, it was the year after that that the mighty Cronulla Sharks won their first ever National Rugby League Championship. That's kind of cool. That's you know, my, my city run a championship themselves since we last talked. Oh, yeah, the, the, the mighty Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. yes. Which I believe is both your team. Yes. I am currently wearing a shirt that has their logo on it. What, so, yes. what the hell? I'm wearing a shirt that has their logo. <laughs> My God, I'm not wearing a shirt at all. Whoa, Ooh. whoa, 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 whoa! Sexy yo <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay, all right. Hang on, I'll, I'll give me a second. Put one on. Oh, boo! <laughs> I was gonna keep. I this is we're... now a video podcast. Oh god, if I could set that up, that'd be dangerous. I might be able to if I could get the right stuff going. Oh god. Well, that would require you have cons- consistent internet to be able to stream. Yeah, people's books I'm not gonna do that until I get consistent internet again. If, the, if this if this thing was video, you could see the flag on my wall. And I actually posted in the corresponding Discord chat. Ah. Nice. Oh. Hold on. I had to move and bet. My God! <laughs> what the hell is this flag? It's the Simpsons booting flag. It's the their version of the Australian flag that accommodated the the capital punishment of the booting. Ah! In tip in typical Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere differences, we kick people in the butt as ah. opposed to in the front. Kick them in the boot. It'll it's like the minute kicks you in the butt. It's like the toilet's flushing the other way thing, which is the whole premise of the episode before mm. I actually got to Australia. Uh, the, only thing, the only thing wrestling related to Australia I really knew about for the Iconics was Nathan Jones. Oh, jeez. What about, what about Slapjack? Who's Slapjack? You know, from the uh, Retribution. Oh. The biggest idiot ever. Oh, yeah, T Bar and Slapjack. Yeah, that Is... was one of the. That, yeah, yeah, Slapjack's an Australian dude. Oh. And, and like, months before, they had MVP random hit, manage him randomly. Ah, rest in peace, hurt business. Rest in peace, Retribution. Rest in peace, any stable in WWE. Tis a sad day. We've lost so many. And gained nothing in return. Truly. We a few silly mains. <laughs> Leave the memories alone. What else to talk about? Like, uh, we could talk about the glory years of Impact on Destination America. Oh, jeez. I still wish I was around like those fours at that time because I—that's one of my one regrets. Is like just shit posted in those four in that that, that time. <laughs> I understand it was just it was just it was just the Wild West. Oh, Wild West doesn't even begin to cover it. Those days of impact were amazing for the spoilers. We had we had Bigfoot. 
That was like I, the great spoiler thread of all time. Just I think they did like a week, a solid week of tapings. Yeah. And and then they just got because they because everyone what they decided to do was just tape. I think they set aside one day to just tape a dummy show, which was just loaded with friggin' wacky stipulations that they had never and never had any intention of doing. Yeah, it was just. You end, uh... end up with things like. Was Al Snow in a scaffold match, or...? <laughs> I think, yeah, Al Snow's scaffold match, yeah. And just a whole lot of, kind of, stuff they never had any intention of airing or doing, just to throw people off the scent. That's how desperate they were to get viewers. They, they, <laughs> they just rigged fake spoilers, like, tape a fake show. They had, um... And then uh... the, the corresponding spoiler phrase just, it just blew out of control. You, yeah, it ended up being, it ended up being known as the call of Koyatulu. Yes, yes. We had Matt Hardy as Bigfoot. D the dancing Bigfoot. Yeah, and dancing. Like by day, and like, and by, by, like by day by day six of it, the, the spoiler thread blown up to like two hundred pages. And oh my god! It was just gifs and just <laughs> shit posting and <laughs> it's it, it just it's one of the great threads in the history of the forum. Yeah. It's... With all due respect to Tony Schiavone, that's no word of a lie or over exaggeration. It's right up there with Patty. Is pa Patty Mayonnaise a, les a lesbian? And um, another threat that was, I think, was big was the uh, Christian uh, losing the title to Orton, like SmackDown spoiler. Threat. Which we just passed the tenth anniversary of in like the last week. Oh, oh wow. wow. That was ten years ago now, and that 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 heating could still be that that that, that nuclear like weights could still be like detected. <laughs> the, the heat, the half, they haven't reached the half life of that nuclear heat yet. Oh my god! Um... You'd, be you'd be surprised at how many wrestlers lost their goodwill because they happened to be on the top of a feud with Christian. It's like, Christian. Like, I mean, Christian's great, but it's happened a few times because we had like, the original John Cena backlash. That kind of started when he was on and off feuding with Christian, because he had the because he had that great segment from the Royal Rumble where they draw in the numbers and you got Christian coming. He's about to do a battle rap, and I think you all know the line for that. No, you don't know the line for that, do you? No. Tom, go give me a beat. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Tom, go give me a beat. No. Demented, give me a punchline. No. No. <laughs> but that, but they, 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 then I think Cena got moved over to Raw and they could start doing the feud in earnest. And I was like, oh, this is going to be the feud to get them over. And he's got a great shirt out and his theme is awesome. It's like, Christian's about to be the guy. And then they just never went with it. They shoo on Chris Jericho in and oh, seen him yeah. off to feud with him. And, and I, just, I just feel like a lot of people took that out on Cena. And then they did the transparent knockoff of the Austin Vince stuff with him and Bischoff. And it's just... Oh, God. And, and, then, and, then, and then by the time he was feuding with Kurt Angle, it's just... It was, it was over. It was... The, the backlash had happened. No, the backlash hasn't happened. It's not Sunday yet. The WrestleMania backlash. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
And, 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 and then it happened with, with Seamus because I think, like, Seamus had just turned babyface. He had that great thing with, where he stood up to Mark Henry and this be, he was going to be a, a badass. And then his next feud was, was with Christian and just, you know, walked all over him. And then we have, we have Orton who, who would, I want to say, just turned back. No, he turned babyface like a year before. I was going to say turned babyface for the first time in a long time and people were really interested in him and then and Christian just won the world title and the big emotional thing of Edge's retirement at the time and not like a, not even a week after that he's already lost it. Yeah. And you know, that got a lot of resentment against Orton too. So In short, don't feel with Christian. People will hate you. I'm I'm remembering I'm, I'm... the feud it helps if they're meant to, but if not, then you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Didn't he have a feud with Jericho and Trish Stratus involved? Yeah, that was WrestleMania 20. It was the... Uh, it had been like a simmering thing for a few months. It was Christian and Jericho trying to woo Lita and Trish. And... Lita was involved in it for long, but it really became about Jericho, Christian, and Trish. And then they, they have to match at WrestleMania with... Jericho gets Christian and Trish does the big heel turn after that and they're supposed to be like a weird, creepy, icky couple and and then I think I think Christian got injured like like a month in and Oof. it kinda stopped it dead for a while. But um yeah, that that definitely was a thing because WrestleMania twenty was the first wrestling DVD I ever bought. Oh wow. So one of your first wrestling experiences was Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. It was one of them. Technically, it would have been... <laughs> the first again, one. Again, again, I wasn't so far deep in the fan base to know any better. Okay, that makes... Okay. <laughs> now, go back in time. This, this, was, this was before I became a dirty, jaded, cynical smart, you know? Uh, 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 like like uh, Pillman Just called like the, the fans... Like Pillman called the fans in ECW a bunch of smart marks. Y'all, you're like Eric Bischoff, you're all a bunch of smart marks. Well, that's where it, it was when I didn't know enough and before I knew too much. Yeah. The glory days. It's it's a good period of wrestling where it's like you don't know enough to not to not see, like, behind the curtain. Or behind the cardboard. Oh, God. Is, is, is it a troubling sign that the second disc of that three-disc set is, had, had to be cracking it? Oh, because 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 it because it, it happened to be because you know it was a long show, so you had your first half of the show on the first disc, yeah, and then you had like the last handful of matches on the second disc, which Oof. happens to include a particular main event won by a particular person. Ah, Bob Holly. No, I thought you were going to talk about. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, sign the petition. Of course, the good people here at the Demented Darlings podcast wholeheartedly support the IRM stream. Yes, we support the Diddler Cup and uh, all of its fine racers, such as Jeff Gordon, the horse. <laughs> oh. Oh, by the way, that's that all restarted again. And Yes, you know, we've been a... watching it. That, that's another kind of place where we've ended up kind of meaning up just watching this 
you know, fictional NASCAR stream. Uh, the honestly, it's the best racing series on Twitch. Uh, Twitch. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it went away a while because of technical difficulties. But I got a question. Like podcast. Should that be on Awesome Games Done Quick? <laughs> NAS- <laughs> that the NASCAR game? No, Dale are coming. It's an awesome game, and it's done well, quickly. <laughs> quickly. But uh, sounds like it'd be one of the sponsors on the cars. You know, I'll be honest with you. I know it'll never happen. But if we get the Diddler Cup to sponsor this podcast, I will mark. You should, the pod- you, should get, you should get the podcast to sponsor the, the races. Oh, God. The Demented, Demented Darlings 500. <laughs> yes. It gets shortened to 200 laps because the podcast got delayed. It, it just keeps getting held back. It, it keeps getting held back every week. <laughs> the race never happens. We'll have we'll have that race eventually. But yes, yeah, so a shout out to uh, Twitch.tv slash. Is it just IRM? I guess IRM streams. IRM stream, yes. Something like that. Yeah, good dudes at that place. Very good dudes. Very wonderful people. They put on a great product, and the Diddler Cup is quite possibly the best goddamn auto race on 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 God's green earth. I'm looking it at is now. And it's a completely authentic plug. We paid one cent for it. Exactly. That is that is an authentic plug from the heart, because I am a proud member of hashtag Pen15. Go Kevin Boner Pillman in the Dongarets Eject Pen Car. Truly uh, the 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 hardest, most forceful driver. He's always in position. He's fully erect around the track, and he goes hard every every race. So, hashtag Pen15. It's IRM stream. IRM stream, yes. And I think they stream every uh, Sunday. I think it's Sunday. Not every Sunday. That's what the other cup is. They do other stuff. Like that. I know they just recently did like their hockey night thing. Yeah, the, the hockey thing was a whole lot of fun, and he's, he's he's he might be about to start doing the the baseball one again. And yeah, he's a good he's a good dude, Brian. Mm-hmm. Brian is a great dude. So there's our plug for a wonderful person, and we've not been paid for it. Hey, emotional consideration was sh- paid for by the proceeding. Oh wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> uh, we gotta talk about one more thing now, though. Before- I believe just run one of those kind of plugs for the ice cream bars on SmackDown. We have one more thing like, we do we gotta like talk about though. And that's uh, Jinder Mahal returning to main event. Roman's done. I think he, I think he's gonna lose to Jinder Mahal. Long live the modern day Maharaja. Now he has a new group with uh, two other Middle Eastern guys. Indian. In Indian and Middle East aren't one and the same. Just to make that clear. I mean, we can make a Samoa guy a Japanese sumo guy. I mean, come on. Speaking of, where's Sumo Guy from uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble? What what he's doing? Oh my god! He <laughs> you should come to WWE. He can beat Roman. I don't. That that was. Oh god. How can Roman be the head of the table if Sumo Guy eats everything on the table? Now hold on, hold on. Even the meat on the table. 
Now, yeah, Roman Reigns may be the head of the table, but if he gets Ryback, right they'll have meat on the table. <laughs> the t- <laughs> D-Block at the tables. Oh, my brother, testify. Who was it? I don't know who told me this, but it was some tag team in, like, indie wrestling. But there were a bunch of, like, math wizards, like, math petitions. Oh, no. And they would say, get the tables, and they'd get a bunch of scales and shit out. <laughs> Like that's math, like something from Chikara. Like math tables. That's, that sounds like yeah, Chikara DDT. That's like that's incredible. I mean, I mean, I mean that's, is we had to talk about Chikara because uh, after all their problems. Like, oh, uh, what's, yeah. what's been going on? I ha- what's been going on? I think mean, they, mean, they had to shut down because they got caught up in the speaking out stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. But I will, but I will always be thankful for Chikara because right after the Orton, that Orton Christian match, I ended up buying a couple of DVDs. So ah. I gave my first exposure to you guys, like your El Generico's, your was ah El Generico. Was Claudio Casanoli on that thing? I don't think he was. Um, but I don't know how generic it was, and it, it, it was fun. It gave me a bit of different wrestling for a while when I needed it. Yeah. When did we left off on WCW, CJ? Uh, we were building up to that triple cage match. What year? At 96. Uh, I'm being told, apparently, as of about yesterday, they just added 95 and 96 Nitrous. Oh, shit. So if you want to get back on the... Dude. Go back on the re- quest, and we can do it. Dude, we could review WCW for the podcast. Apparently all years except 1998 are up. That's weird. Alright. What the fuck is Tamina fighting Reginald? (laughs) (laughs) That's the match that's happening right now on SmackDown. What was the post for Reginald? Someone said Reginald was a, um... Oh, what is it? Is it a harem? He's like, oh, oh the God, he is in there. It's a one-man hair. And I, and I said, um, if she go out with Natalia that way, it's was it, would it be wrong to try to pick up girls in the heart dungeon? That was... <laughs> you know... Reginald was great. I just wish he'd become a proper wrestler already. Instead of this weird kind of ballet thing he's doing where he just does all the stunts and they'll actual, actually wrestle. I mean, so, he, so, he's, he, so is he Darby Allen? Oh my god! Spot! Wow! That was me. Darby Allen was great. I shouldn't. I dropped my lid. Shit. Uh, Darby Allen was great. I shouldn't. I shouldn't do that. Wow! <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um. So I think that's about. Everything how, I got. How long have we been going on this the show so far? We're at an hour ten. Oh god, yeah, I think yeah, that's I think we about hit our limit. There is no limits. This well, isn't TNA. We're, we're literally WWE over the limit. <sighs> what about over the edge? We don't talk about that show. That's the that's set the set the pay per view where Edge goes over. No, you wouldn't go uh, over because you'd be going over the edge. 
I'm now, trying, over... to, trying, to, trying to think. It was like 98, 99. I don't know if he had debuted in time for 98, but 99, you know, that was, you know, the brood and he'd have been around. He might have gone over on Over the Edge. <sighs> I, there I, any I... passing comments on the NFL draft before? Oh, yes, the draft. Oh, yeah, the draft happened. Uh, people were drafted, and uh, yeah. Joe Burrow is going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow is going to die. <laughs> what is an offensive line? I'm used to no guards. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, our Lord and Savior Patrick Mahomes was immediately given all the protection. I love he had like one bad game in the Super Bowl, and it's like, nope, <laughs> nope, shut up. Here you go. Here's mine. <laughs> oh wow, what a what a stable of lights this is. Just watching his promo on SmackDown, it's Apollo Crews and his big unit bodyguard, and you got Gable and Otis and Zane and Corbin. Oh, I think it was some kind of big tag match for this throwback SmackDown. Oh, did they bring back the fist? Um, they did in augmented reality form. Oh, boo! 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 Oh, this is a this is a good team too. This babyface team they're going up against. That Who doesn't count. Owen, it does, Nakamura, it and the Street Profits. Ooh. Oh wow, that's actually it. Sounds like a good match. Yeah, but I'll, sh I'll be sure to watch it when I get off of here. You know what else is a good match? This podcast. And it has been fun talking to you, EOE, Sean. It has been great. We thank you for coming on here, and we are sorry you had to put up with us for over an hour of this essentially Shiny Objects podcast. Oh, there's something over there. Complete waste of my time. It's been great. <laughs> hey, you know what? It could be a complete waste of time that isn't great. Watching Raw. Instead, you could listen to this podcast three times. Honestly, I'll never listen to this back. I hate the sound of my own voice. I mean, I think everyone. I think everyone hates the sound of their own voice. Let me rephrase this. Wow! I did not mean everyone hates the sound of your voice. I meant to say everyone hates the sound of their own voice. Let me clear this up. Wow. I. <laughs> wow you are getting that title removed yeah but then come this Sunday I'll be taking it back oh that good comeback good comeback you anyway know, basketball may not hold grudges but I might <laughs> <laughs> what do Bobby Lashley or what? No, it was what do Darren Young hair? That was it. Yes. What do Darren Young hair? What? That was it. Yeah, that that comes from another place of a forum law that I'm not sure we're able to talk about. It reminds me of <laughs> does Bruno Mars has a gay? All right, I think it's time right. to hit the old saddle and call this one a good one. Um, thank you for right joining us, man. Um. We're Anytime. riding off to Taboo Tuesday in Texas, so... Um, I mean, we might have you back if we're not cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> we got a yes. long guest list, apparently, which surprises <laughs> and disturbs me. <laughs> uh, yes. So... Yeah, well, well, I'll be back here anytime you want me. Alright. Well, without further ado, we'll see you all later, and hopefully next week.
Hopefully, we'll have a new episode. Hopefully. Probably not. Don't count on it. I wouldn't bet on it if I was going to Vegas. So see y'all. See y'all later. See ya. I'm coming! <laughs>